I'm Stacy. And I'm Steve. And this is our cringe fest. This Yay. movie is going to be Forbidden in the Zone. No, I'm just fucking. Uh, forbidden Zone, given to us by Cringer Angus, who is my beloved mentor in the SCA. Ang- Angus is my hero. Uh, I'm telling you, I don't think I've had more fun since Rocky Horror. I, I definitely once you get used to the format, yeah, it's 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 pretty pretty awesome. But uh, you, you you know our 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 Donnie and Marie parody, right? I'm a little bit campy. You're a little yeah. bit blood and gore. Yeah. So yeah, this one this one this one was plenty campy for me. I loved it, I, and I can't believe I've never heard of this or had never heard of this movie. Yeah, it was right in my wheelhouse. <laughs> so, what's going on with you? Anything new? Oh uh, no, no, we've just been. Uh, you know, I live in a resort area, so even though uh, uh, personal fireworks are illegal here, we get a lot of people from out of state and a lot of the surrounding states. You can buy, like, you know cannons you know you can can buy short range artillery at a fireworks store so every night starting about thursday night the the fireworks start going off fortunately let's see friday night right as it got to dusk the rain came in so that was great we had big thunderstorms so that, that that calmed it down but it didn't prevent them you know, from, from, uh, blasting them off. And my poor little dog has just been an emotional, shivering, shaking wreck. So I know that just pisses me off. It does. It does. I talked to my neighbors and they're, they're, uh, you know, they're giving, they're giving Eddie, Lily's boyfriend, Eddie, uh, uh, tranquilizers, you know, to get him through the weekend. And then, you know, Somebody it, asked me if you were going to do that to um, to Lily. Yeah, yeah. I've had a lot of people suggest that. I, I don't know. I just hate to do it. I'd rather she. I mean, by by last night, it was a little easier for her. She was, you know, still had the ears up. <laughs> yeah. The ears were up and in alert position, but but she wasn't just doing that whole body shaking, which you know, it's just adrenaline. It's just the. Uh, which I know is not good for her, but you know. Um, well, I mean, if she, the, if she deals with it sober, 
you know, she's more likely to deal with it on a regular, easier on a regular basis. Yeah. It just doesn't happen often enough. Yeah. Know? So far, nobody's, nobody's done anything this weekend, but oh, I'm good. not holding my breath for tonight. Yeah. Yeah. I think we'll have another barrage tonight and then, that, and then it'll be about over after that. And then we're also, we're also kind of, well, we're closer to downtown. Yeah. So we may be able to hear the, the city's fireworks. Oh yeah, oh, that'd be cool. I don't know. See them and stuff too. Oh no, and no. and I don't know why they do it in the <laughs> summer in Alaska. Oh, they need yeah. to get those. They need to get the ones that are actually for daylight. Those are awesome. It doesn't get dark enough. Yeah. Oh, oh, that's too bad. Yeah. You know what's too bad? What's too bad? The fact that we've never watched this movie before. (laughs) That's too bad. But now we have watched this movie. And I'm going to tell you, I really just want to bake brownies. Yeah. And nothing in them, nothing crazy. And wait about 30 to 45 minutes and then put on this movie. (laughs) Because I felt like I was tripping balls. Yeah, I think. I think, uh, you know, maybe mushrooms, something like that might be appropriate with this movie. Although I I don't know that I could I could take it. I don't think I don't think so. I mean, it was it was very intense. The the scenes, the colors were very intense. Um, it, It definitely. It definitely tripped me out a little bit. In a good way. In a good All way. Right. I'm yeah. I'm not complaining, cringers. <laughs> it's just this movie is a very. Somebody said in one of the reviews, it's uh, like a Hunter S. Thompson movie. Yeah, I, I saw but that. I, I don't believe it. I uh, don't believe it either because Hunt, no. Hunter S. Thompson does no, kind no. of the weird trippy stuff, but not. In the form yeah. that this movie takes, Hunter does trippy stuff, but it's intellectual. I yeah. thought this. I thought this movie. I think I told you during the movie. This is like the love child of of John Waters and Terry Gilliam, the the, yeah. the animator from from the uh, Monty Python movie. Because and and I thought Monty it was Python very. Series. The animation also reminded me of heavy metal. Yeah, it had that look, but the music didn't fit it. No, no. Yeah. And and we should really, oh my goodness, the music. Uh, oh, well, I didn't know until you said, but uh, why don't you give us an overview yeah. before we go too far into this? Let me, let me give you a very quick overview. It'll be very fast because there is no plot, really. I mean, there's, there's kind of a plot. A slight, yeah, one plot. plot. It's a family. What's the family's name? Do you remember the The Hercules? The okay, Hercules family. Hercules family. So they live. They live in a house where that was abandoned by uh, a heroin dealer. Who and I didn't understand why they even talked about this, but he left a stash. Um. in 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 the, of heroin in the house came back to get the stash of heroin and then these people moved in afterwards so so the idea was that he was the one who announced to the world 
that in the basement was yeah. the door to the in, sixth dimension. The That's dimen- the only yeah, right. reason. And like half the people never acknowledged it because he was and, a heroin dealer. Right. And, and they go into great detail to say he was a heroin dealer, a, a, a pimp and a slumlord. Yeah. Okay. You know, uh, yeah, big deal. But yeah, in the, in the, in the basement of the house is a portal to this sixth dimension and uh, uh, the family has these really nice chats around their around their dining room table. The family being what? Grandpa, grandma, a couple grandpa, of grandpa, mom, dad, sister, brother. Yeah, right. The uh, the so youngest brother wears a Cub Scout uniform, and he's and probably, he's like the oldest character. Yeah, the must, oldest actor. He must be seventy years old. He's he's a seventy year old man with a that, that's doing a, a really really uh uh i don't know over the top jewish kind of accent one of the daughters has a french accent ma uh, grandpa and grandma look like ma and pa kettle if you've ever seen those old no movies. there's no grandma it's ma oh well, and okay all right. and it's grandma. ma and pa yeah. But yeah, Ma and Pa are very um, they're, they're American Ma, Gothic. Ma and Pa Kettle, they, 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 they just are. And yeah, Grandpa looks like he's maybe 35, right? Yeah. Yeah, dark hair, dark beard, all that stuff. So they it doesn't make a lot of self. Yeah. So, so the daughter Frenchie goes to explore this dimension. We find out through animation that the route to the fifth Sixth Six. dimension is through this uh, path that looks very much like human intestines, and they they pop out uh, under this giant butt with with big excuse me big brown pillows that plop out at the same time. That was kind of disgusting. Or they were. And the rest there. of the family goes to find her. They have all kinds of adventures. There's a what a, a king and a queen and their daughter the princess who never wears a top she's she's naked from from the waist up through the whole movie uh their their sweet adorable princess uh let's see we meet satan uh we have a lot more adventures uh there's a rabbi he what he sells what was it information he sh- First, they have to exchange their money for shekels. Well, what's funny is he's they actually their Gramps. Yeah. They, his name is Gramps Hercules. Gramps Hercules, right. So he's like related to them somehow, but probably already dead. I just, I didn't. Yeah. And then the 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 uh, survivors decide they're just going to go take over the rest of the galaxy with this newfound power, which was kind of... I don't know, a little bit sad. So that's it. That's the plot. We should talk about the visuals. And then wow. and then we'll get into some of the uh some of the background, right? Of yeah. how this thing got made. <laughs> or why. So they change scenes by rolling the dice, which I thought yeah. was funny. Right. Giant yeah. hardcore animated. animated dice. Yeah. yeah. So that's that's pretty interesting. So the school scenes. Are, oh, I forgot about that. The whole family almost goes to school. Yeah. So it's 
So it basically starts where they're at breakfast. They have a musical number. They have a musical number in every scene. This is this movie is a musical. It one hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. So so put on your tap shoes, people. Um, and the music so, is phenomenal, by the way. Yeah, and there's a lot of lip syncing, but the music is not mainstream music. So it's got like some really cool random jazz music stuff that you've never oh, heard yeah, before. Yeah, all kinds um, of cool stuff. Danny Elfman went above and beyond yeah. trying to find all the music for this. And it was probably, you know, um, maybe we should talk source. about that. Right. Well, okay. hold, but, but, well let's but, get into that when we talk about how the movie was made. Or Yeah, why. because yeah. that you went deep dive on that. And I cannot wait to hear how deep you went. This is a rabbit hole of how love, love, a lot of people. Love. What? I said love. <laughs> I it, loved it. I love this rabbit hole. <laughs> it, it grew on me. At first, I was like, this is terrible, and I can't do anything about it because rule number one. <laughs> right, right. But then <laughs> once you realize that there are different skits, very much like SNL, then you were like, oh, okay, it has a, a, a subplot, but then it yeah. has all these fun little things. The yeah. school is the, kind of weird the, because the, you've got the your plot clips. It's only there to... to just like all musicals, all in my mind anyway, I hate musicals. They have no real plot. The plot here was just a way to serve up the next song. Yeah. You know, it, and at least in this case, the songs were funny. And I loved the the <laughs> the um, gangster, the black gangster song at school. That one was really fun when they end up getting into a gunfight with the teacher. Frenchie does a French song because she's the newest person, which is weird because if her brother is already a student at the school, why is she a <laughs> new person at the school? Yeah. But well, before it, they it, get it, to school... We should say everybody in the school is an adult. Yeah, there's no right. children there's, in this. There's movie, no, there's no kids. There's guys with beards. There's yeah. Yeah, they don't. They don't. They don't shave. They don't do anything. Right. Uh, they don't even no. hide. They don't even try. Right. It's, no. It's no funny. attempt it's like, to make anybody look like a, a child. So yeah. That's so okay. before they go to school, they find this kid in a trash can, and the kid talks about how his cross-dressing brother sister went into the basement into the sixth dimension, and he should go out and find her, him, them. This is before they had all the pronouns. So, um, but he's in this trash can shivering. Well, it turns out that he thinks he's a part chicken, um, but he's abused by his mom and his stepdad, which actually comes back up later, which is kind of funny because I didn't know that it would actually like come back around because. Yeah, that was surprising to see that again. Weird. Yeah. But you did see the the abuse, and it was it's some crazy ass shit. But so he thinks he's part chicken, and then like all of the students have their own little thing. Um, they go back. Frenchie falls. She she found something, and then went to go get something, and fell in. So she didn't even go into the the door on purpose. Um, goes down the little intestine thing. And gets um, pooped out through the gets pooped out, and the king is has actually been. I guess for some reason the king can actually see outside of the door because he yeah, actually knew yeah, of her before like she came down. And, so and, I think, and the king is 
Hervé Villachet, right? Yes. Right. Yeah. And 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 then cool. he's married to Susan Tyrell, the Dor- Queen Doris. Um, which she's just hilarious in this role. Like I went back and learned more about her, and she, this is this is not what she normally does. Oh no no no! She was a, like a real time actress. Yeah. yeah yeah. So and I think this is actually her last uh last credited movie. Oh, okay okay um. But yeah, so I went back and learned about her and I was like, holy crap, like crazy. And um, the chandelier was played by, so you had Boss Ra, the servant <laughs> frog. And then the human chandelier was Kendrick Wolf, which is kind of interesting um, because he, he only shows up in like that one scene before he turns into a skeleton. Um but he's he's literally just a human chandelier. He's got candle yeah. on each foot and each hand. And he, he's like suspended over, and he's the, suspended. over the king's so dining the, table. He also yeah, the, plays the uh, the school teacher. Yeah. Yeah. And so they have the king and queen have their love song and um it's it's a fucking ride, people. <laughs> I mean, you can sit there and you can try to explain um, all of these characters and all yeah. of these actors, but and, you know, it's, it's one thing a... I really loved were the, the 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 sets. It's I mean, it's just obvious that the sets are are paper and cardboard, painted, hand painted. Um, the and, the the cave scenes in the sixth dimension yeah, like are just. Up. Paper. Yeah, it's just There's crumpled up paper. And then the running gag. The floor, oh, yeah. I'm sorry. It's not a running gag. It's a fucking gag. <laughs> I thought of it last night. The more I thought about it, I was like, it's a fucking gag. That's hilarious. So the boys at certain points will come across women and they'll just dry hump them. And yeah, you get the there first was a clean, lot of just random dry bent humping. over and hump. Yeah. I really think that's the whole joke. It's a fucking gag. <laughs> I honestly, with the, the humor that I have seen in this movie, I honestly think that's the only thing that they had. That's the only reason they had it was it was a fucking gag. Yeah, yeah. It was a running fucking gag. Because they would run. And then they'd like the three women who are eating bananas. Oh God. Yeah. And and the first queen, we meet the first queen who's trying to work on her screenplay. And <laughs> the frog is this weird inter it's, the frog is like the white rabbit in oh, Alice man. in Wonderland. I, you know, I completely forgotten about the frog. The frog was hysteric. He was like the butler, like the king. Yeah, he's 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 bud, I, the, I think it the, is bust bust rod. Okay. Bust the but servant frog. Okay. But, he reminds he, me of the white. He had the, the, the very best costume. Oh, yes. Great big frog head that was very weird looking. And, and yeah, and, and, you know, never had a line. He doesn't speak, but he he was, I, I, I think, the best actor in the, in, in the whole thing, you know. You know, and, and I don't know, there's just so much, um, 
detail on the skits. Like everybody had a part, everybody knew their part. Um, but my favorite, I, my favorite is Satan. Oh, oh, absolutely. The Satan scene with the uh, Minnie the Moocher. Um, cab Calloway in person. It was a cab, but they changed the, the lyrics to, yeah, to fit, to fit the, the scene. But oh my gosh, it was awesome. And then we learned later that's Dan, that was a very, very young Danny Elfman. Yes. Doing that part. And the, so the opening is um, the opening music. I was like, wow, this really sounds familiar. And it was like music by Oingo Boingo. And I'm like, holy crap. I love Oingo. it. It's a culty band. You know, like not everybody likes Oingo Boingo. Not everybody gets Oingo Boingo. Most people don't even know what Oingo Boingo is, except for like their one hit wonder. I love Oingo Boingo. I love their sound. They're very deep. I think Devo came after Oingo Boingo. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so it kind of went with that. But I am seriously, now that we're on the topic of the music and everything, I am seriously dying to hear about your deep dive. <laughs> because As I did a light Oingo dive Boingo. like I normally do. And you yeah. went fucking head first. I was like, you just you know you follow the links and it takes you one place or another so so richard elfman made this movie uh took him about three years and and by the way as of today he still says he intends to make a sequel he he did a gofundme like uh, i think like two years ago and raised a lot of money to make the sequel which would be really amazing. If he opens that back up, I'm do- I'm donating money. <laughs> I think it, it may still be out there. We'll have to look. We'll be, if it's still out there, we'll put it in the show notes. I, but I think it's I think it's closed. I think it's funded. I mean, I, I, that, there's a time limit for those. I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. So, so yeah. So, so Richard El- Elfman was the leader. I put that in quotes. These see, these are air quotes. Very good for an audio. Yes, he did. He did the bunny ears, Cringers. Just so you know, he he really did do the bunny ears. Cool. This is bunny ears. What are you doing, Bob? That's what the, that's what they call them. Okay, all right. Richard Elfman was the leader of a comedy theater troupe called the Mystic Knights of the Oingo Boingo, formed in 1972. This movie wasn't released until 1982. So, so for 10 years, they'd been doing at least around 10 years, they've been doing these live theater performances. And, and one time, one time during the movie, one of us said, this looks like a stage play, you know, especially with the sets, you know, I mean, you got, you got a window that's all made of paper and somebody throws somebody else through the window and, and, and make a crashing sound. Oh my gosh. The sound makes a crashing so sound cute. and the they paper just yeah. rips. You know, it's just, yeah. you know, they just, yeah. So, so that's the roots of Oingo Boingo. And after this movie, Richard Elfman decided he wanted to get more into movies, filmmaking. And I really don't know that he's really had a career doing that, but, but that's what he wanted to do and, and get away from this live theater thing. He turned over the troupe to his brother, Danny Elfman, 
by the way, this if you don't know Danny Elfman, just just look up his Wikipedia page and you will know him. You know everything he's done. He's done he's done my goodness, he scored I don't know, maybe a hundred movies at this point. Uh you know, just just a very, very, very talented person. Uh musical. So Danny Elfman decided to take the Mystic Knights of the Oingo Boingo into more of a music direction, music being his thing. And they pared down the, 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 the participants. Um, and that became the band Oingo Boingo, which Stacy and I both just love. <laughs> I, really, I, I do love Oingo Boingo. For, for some very, very strange movie or a very, very strange reason. You know, one of the other things that Richard Elfman had no, uh, no experience in filmmaking. He didn't go to film school. He didn't do any of that stuff. Uh, he shot the movie originally in black and white. Oh, I love this part. He shot uh, in 16. It, 16 millimeter film on black and white with the intention of sending the film to Korea. And having every frame hand colored. <laughs> and then somebody, you know, decided, oh my God, that's going to cost a lot of money. They right. reshot it in uh, 35 millimeter color. And that's the release that's out there. Just a couple more things I really want to make sure I, I. Nobody was paid for this movie. None, yes, well, none of the actors were paid. And Hervé Villache who was the biggest name in the movie, actually not only kicked his salary back, but also uh, funded a, a, a lot Saved of the it. production of the movie. You know, They they almost lost it yeah. because they ran out of funding, and then they got uh, him and, I guess, some of his friends helped bail out the movie because they loved it. Oh, over the course of three years. Yeah. It was just like, uh, what was that bad movie we saw with... Uh, <laughs> The, yeah, I mean they're all bad, but the 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 what the something women from Venus or the the something women from Venus? Yeah, I don't know. It was the drag queens? Oh, uh, Vegas, Vegas, Vegas yeah, in Vegas, space. Vegas in space. It was very much like that. They'd get a few dollars. They'd go. They'd go. Uh, you know, film until the money ran out, and. It, like I said, it, 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 it's a short movie. It has very little plot, and it still took three years to get out the door. The, the other thing I want to make sure I say is just a, a, a warning. There, this movie, I mean, the, the tropes in this movie are, are horrible. It's, it's misogynist. It's racist. It's homophobic. It's anti-Semite. It's anti-Christian. It's sexist. It's it's it Abuse like Stacy said before the all the supposed kids and they're all adults in the classroom. All the black kids sit sit in the corner by themselves and they're like gambling and they're they've all got like pimp hats and all all these horrible stereotypical stuff. And then oh and 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 we have. Gun violence, right? In mm-hmm. in the, 
in the school kind of violence. Yeah, and I the, just started it like, was like oh my those. god, no, nobody's gonna make a comedy about school shootings today. And yeah, so the gunfire erupts, the teacher pulls out like a machine gun and mows them all down. Ooh, yeah, it 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 was. Yeah, like we talked about Blazing Saddles, this is, you just wouldn't make this movie today. This will be demented, wouldn't be able to be made. Um, A lot of these ones that we've seen just would not be able to be made anymore. I mean, gas, come on. I want them to be made, you know? I don't know that we'd want this movie, something like this movie to be made today. There was a lot of stuff in here that was really offensive. I love how they had, what was it, Blueface? <laughs> the one guy who <laughs> blue. It was it was supposed to be a spoof on Blackface, but he was like blue or Well, okay, or so I, I read about that. Originally, he was in Blackface. And they got, uh, uh, Richard Elfman got so much negative feedback about that, he reshot it and made the guy in a different color rather than blackface. That's so at, least, crazy. at least he had some social consciousness at that point. 1982 or whatever it was with this movie. Yeah. Yeah. It, it definitely Oh my god, it's a real trip. Again, if you if you get to the point where you can understand it's a musical and you understand that it's scenes. Yeah. And yeah, and yeah. it's it's yeah. set up it, like that. It's you little scenes linking together the the the, the, the musical productions, you know. Yeah, no, it's and and you know all the all the bad guys die and and Frenchie gets the <laughs> king and the princess is still doing her thing. Topless. What happens to the princess? I don't remember that. Oh, she stays there. She she stays there. She's in the last number. She stays in the sixth. Dimension. Yeah, because she didn't do anything against okay against anybody. Well, if she ever goes outside. In fact, she was kidnapped, cold. and Satan told what's his bucket to go save her. And if he didn't save her, the princess, then she, he would kill That's Frenchie. Right. That's right. Yeah. So she was actually beloved. the The princess was actually, you know, a popular character versus the queen. Well, she was certainly popular with me. I think she was popular with anybody who likes boobs. They're amazing <laughs> she looked, she looked, she looked cold. She, yeah, they, yeah, yeah. They, they but, were, as, as as that line from Seinfeld goes, they were real and they were awesome. Yes. <laughs> yeah. It was. It. Yeah, I still think doing the brownie trick would be hilarious. <laughs> yeah, just just feed everybody regular brownies and see how much they trip out by just watching. So watch this movie for, you know, just after about half an hour, 45 minutes. Okay, guys, it's time to watch this really funny movie I watched. It's a musical. <laughs> yeah, right, right. <laughs> you know, have the brownies kicked in because you really want to, you know. How, by the way, how are those? Do those brownies taste so good to you? <laughs> Oh, dear. I don't think we have much more to say about this one. This one, Cringers, if you like the trippy kind of avant-garde, if you liked Cecil B. Demented, I really think, well, no, because it's very avant-garde. Cecil B. Demented was very avant-garde. 
And they had some some scenes in it where they were talking about weird stuff too. I mean, I'm just but, talking yeah. if if you want a fast paced movie because there was no downtime. It was oh no off, no 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 beat beat yeah. beat beat beat. Yeah, we did Un- laugh. Unlike the last movie we watched on YouTube, where we were waiting for a commercial <laughs> to, to just oh, get look, it's Gilbert. <laughs> yeah, that that one was. But this one turned yours. Thank you so much, Angus. I love you, man. Yeah. Oh, that man. was that was pretty epic. Um, You're my hero. <laughs> and, and anything else you want to recommend, please let us know. And and I'll try to see if we can get you in on the a podcast because oh, I, would, be I would just great. think it's so funny. Um, I met Angus at the SCA, and he has been my mentor and uh, a very good source of knowledge for me. And <laughs> He's now on all kinds of things. Yeah, he's he's (laughs) a great source of all kinds of stuff. Thank you, Angus, again. Uh, I I was going to make a quiz for you, and I couldn't come up with anything that was weirder than this particular movie. I wanted to give you, you know, come up with something, because I try to go, like, take whatever we've watched, make it a little bizarre, and turn it into questions for you, and there is no topping this movie from a sarcastic sort of comedic sort of thing. Nah. Yeah, this this movie is is magic amongst itself, and uh, again, cringers. This is if <laughs> if you want to have some tough dreams, <laughs> this is you, really. We should point out you picked this one. Oh yeah, well I did it because I it's been a while since we've um we've done a cringer suggestion and we saw that and it was like this this is gonna be you know the way to do it. This is the way we wanna go and um yeah, we run got, it. So we we gotta do we gotta get back to watching some things on Amazon Prime because my algorithm is getting I mean I, I'm going to be investigated. The I think first, we both are. The first four movies on the Amazon thinks you'll like this one. I was I told you this the other day. I'll have the word a group of sexy teenagers. <laughs> and then it's like, uh, you know, goes to a remote cabin or goes for a hike in the wilderness or something, something, something. And I, yeah, yeah I, I got to get that cleaned up. But, I, yeah. Yeah. I definitely found this movie to be, this one would have really messed with the algorithm. <laughs> My YouTube's probably yeah. gone, what the, the hell? We, oh, we watched it on Tubi. Yes, yes, right. This is on Plex and on Tubi. Yeah, so we if want you to watch it. So we want to make sure you oh, know yeah. where to find it. Oh, I'm yeah. so glad we remembered to tell everybody right, where we found it. Right, right. Uh, it, it has commercials, but there weren't a lot, and they were fairly short. That was another another fun algorithm thing. But, uh, we got some laughs out of the different commercials that were <laughs> delivered to me and to Stacy. Oh, mine was like Tide and Febreze, and it's like, yeah, what do you think I am, a dirty dog? <laughs> <laughs> Yours was all about laundry products. Mine yes. was all about insurance. Every it was so month. weird. <laughs> yeah. 
So apparently Steve is accident prone and I am a dirty, dirty girl. Yes, right. I am underinsured. <laughs> Stacy needs to up her her clothing cleaning game. <laughs> okay, Rangers. Until the next time, keep that algorithm guessing and never be afraid of clicking on that movie and seeing where it takes you. This is Stacy. Oh, and this is Steve. And I hope we can find something, another movie sometime, somewhere to top this one. But because right now, this is the top of my list of the. Of the two years, almost two years that we've been watching movies together. A year and a half. Yeah. yeah, this is definitely this is, the weirdest movie we've ever watched. Yes, absolutely. No, I mean, there's a lot of other weird movies that we've just chosen. Not we already knew. We've already seen Rocky Horror. We've already seen yeah. a lot of those, a lot of those things. But uh, yeah, this was a real discovery. So, all right. Well, good night, everyone. Love you, Cringers. Love you bunch. Bye bye. <laughs>